53 degrees downtown Duluth. Going to be kind of a cooler day today. High of only 70 in a partly cloudy skies. We'll have all your weather details coming up in just a few minutes with WDIO. First up, though, I want to remind you about our big reveal. It's Gene and Ian's big reveal. And uh, Cooper in the studio with me this morning because Ian is, is gone today. In case you hear a voice and go, that's not Ian. That, that This is not Ian. <laughs> no one can replace Ian. That's, that's for sure. <laughs> you know, there's days it's good there's only one Ian because he's kind of a lot. <laughs> no, I love him to death. He's great. So uh, we've teamed up with uh, St. Luke's Birthing Center, and we're giving five expecting parents an unforgettable, unique gender reveal live right here on the Mix 108 Morning Show. So if you're somebody that's expecting and you don't know the gender of your baby yet, you can do it with us live on Mix 108. You can enter on the Mix 108 app or at Mix108.com. Plus, you'll get some baby gifts just for participating. Uh, some of the gifts are from in- Infinity Massage and Wellness, Cub Foods, Ingwall Flowers, Once Upon a Child, and uh, so much more. So you get some parting gifts, and uh, we not only will be doing it on the radio, but we'll be streaming it as well. Yeah. So if you have family, friends from around the country, they can be part of the reveal. Super cool opportunity. And it's just going to be a lot of fun. And so uh, if you fill out the application, Ian and I will be in touch with you and uh, kind of talk things over, get to know you guys a little bit so we can come up with a, a, a reveal that's going to be a surprise for you as well. I think that's so. part of it is you, you, the work isn't put on you as 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 parents to be. You can just kick back and let Gene and Ian take care of it for you. That's right. So that's why we just want to kind of chit-chat and find out things you're interested in and come up with a, a, a fun idea. So, again, you can enter on the app. And if you don't have the app, download it right now. It's absolutely free, Android and iPhone devices, and it's an app you're actually going to use. So <laughs> take it from someone who's like, ooh, what are all these that I never use? I don't even – they just came with my phone. So it's, it's one you'll actually use, or you can also, of course, always go to Mix108.com. So we're excited about that. Coming up in a couple of minutes, got an information update with WDIO. Stay tuned, Mix108. Seven degrees downtown Duluth looking for a high today of just 70, kind of a – Cooler summer day, but we'll take it. It's not 40 below, so let's just rejoice that dropping it's going to be 70. Gene Ryan. <laughs> right, dropping facts. <laughs> so I'm sure that many of you, they've been around. The first company came here, Leaf e-scooters in 2019. So they've been around for a while, but it seems like this summer they've really amped up where you see them everywhere. Oh, yeah. Yes. Parked or people riding them. It's the, it's the uh, electronic scooters and the e-bikes, too, as well. Mm-hmm. So... I have a huge question because, I first of all, I'm way too old and uncoordinated to be on one of those scooters. I would literally kill myself. I think we have a video idea. <laughs> no, I'd get like two feet and be like, what? <laughs> I'd have like a helmet and a hundred pads and everything. I'd look crazy. Bounce down the hill. Do, do, do. But the thing that I've noticed, because I've seen some people, they are going wild on those scooters. Right. Like I was at Lee Ferrickson Park and there was a group of probably high school age boys and they were flying and then they went off the path like i mean jeez all the stuff you're not supposed to do on those scooters right but did you know first of all that it's illegal to ride those on a sidewalk which we see all the time downtown sure yeah that makes sense because i could see where there would be a thought of well do i really want to ride that in the road but yeah, that makes sense because if you're clipping along, you don't want to hit somebody with one of those things on a you know walking. Right, and so they're supposed to use the street or bike path. Okay, ideally is the bike path. Sure, okay. Um, but downtown here, no, they're on the sidewalks continually, and they're flying by. Oh yeah, yep. So tonight, the there was three Duluth City Councilors who proposed to set a speed limit for e-bikes and scooters, ten miles an hour. Okay. 
uh, in Canal Park and then up to like Leif Erikson. They didn't say anything about downtown, but which I think is a good idea. I mean, I think there needs to be there needs to be some type of regulation somehow sure. because it's it's kind of the wild west right now where you know what I mean? Like people, there's nothing set. So people, if they're like, hey, if I'm going 30 down the road. So I, I don't imagine those things. I think they legally, like an e-bike or those scooters, I think they have to cap out somewhere around 20 to 25 miles an hour legally. Yeah, I would think so. There's just no way that you can super rev them. Right. But that's still a good clip. Oh, yeah. No, that's moving. For sure. That's for and, sure. Uh, so they're proposing that they're going to... Um, Propose that tonight at city, the okay. city council meeting. They have it be a 10-mile-an-hour speed limit, which I think is I, – I agree. I think there should be you know some type of ruling of that. But how are they going to enforce it is what I'm – you know, so that's going to be tough. It won't probably fall on – because I don't think there's a speedometer on those things. It's just kind of hit the throttle and go. Yeah. So what I think it would probably come down to, and I'm, I'm not an engineer, they probably would be able to – kind of like a golf cart, put a governor on them. Yep. So it would be on the company to slow them down. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my guess. Right, because, I mean, there's no way the Duluth police are going to be able to, you know. Running a radar gun on people as they're scooting by. Yeah, and hop out of their car and run after. What? I mean, it, no, this is not realistic. <laughs> but, but again, where a lot of people are riding them, like on the on the lake walk or bike trails or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how are you, like you said, how are you going to enforce that? Right. So, And that's the thing, too, the lake walk. Ooh, that would really, man, you better know what you're doing. Because mm-hmm. the lake walk's packed. Oh yeah, and there's not general lanes, you know, like. Well, even even in areas where it is kind of marked off, you know, there's a left and a right side. Yeah. People don't always just walking or riding their yeah. normal bikes or don't they pay have attention to it. Dogs that they're walking, yeah. and that's you know a leash that's out. So, but um, what I was just thinking in my in my head too is, unless you have these scooters, like you're learning as you go. You know yeah. what I mean? So there's lots of room for error because. <laughs> You know, you have to kind of configure your balance and what's the speed you're comfortable with and maneuvering around people. And so I'm surprised there's not more. We don't hear about more accidents than there are because it just it just seems like it'd be kind of a difficult thing to do. Sure. Yeah, I, I've I, I've seen them around. I've wanted to actually ride one. I just can't bring myself to be like, yeah, I'm going to spend the money to ride one. Yeah, it's it's not cheap. Right. After a while, they charge by the minute. So yeah. it's yeah, it's not like you're gonna have that thing out all day. Well, maybe what if you just feel like <laughs> blowing some money? But be careful on those e-bikes too, because Simon Cowell fell twice on his. Hurt himself. Yeah, broke his back mm-hmm. the first time he did it. So uh, they're nothing nothing to mess with either. There's a there's a learning curve with both of them. So uh, again, we'll see Duluth City Council's proposal tonight to, to have it be ten miles an hour and. See what happens. Yeah, we'll see what happens. I think it's most likely going to go well, through. There are probably, they're, they're new, like you said, in the last couple of years. They're, they need to kind of figure out what that looks like, how they're used in town. So. Right, but I think, I wish I would have thought of it. That's all I got Just say. building them? Or like having them here. Oh, yeah. Because the Leaf Company was two students from UMD. Nice. started that company. And then Bird's like a national Sure. So there's two different scooter companies right the, now. The, during the any time of year around here when you can ride them, they're they're getting used. I know it's such a great idea. It's perfect for people that are coordinated enough. Again, hence I will not be. On. <laughs> <laughs> we got music from Imagine Dragons coming up. Post Malone and Nikki Yours. Sunroof is next. I'm X108.
It's Chris. Downtown Duluth, kind of some overcast, gray skies, highs today of 70. We got all your weather details coming up with WDIO Storm Track weather team. Plus, next hour, Ian's toolbox. I'll be the one cracking that open this morning, uh, finding some <laughs> news of the weird. <laughs> and also, speaking of weird, can you imagine, ladies, if you were told um, what you could do in a bathroom at what? work? Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty insane. So we got that story coming up as well. And don't forget, at 9 o'clock each and every weekday, Ian, or today myself, will kick off 80 Minutes of Music commercial-free, brought to you by Benaford, and the uh, only place you're going to hear that is right here on Mix 108. Hey, it's Ian from Mix 108. Here's a collection of the stupidest, dumbest, most idiotic people on Earth. It's Ian's Toolbox on Mix 108. What a tool. 709 uh, Jeans Toolbox today. All right. So here here we go. A suspected car thief in Manchester, England, apparently found the idea of being arrested unbearable. So he reportedly attempted to hide inside a five-foot teddy bear. (laughs) Because why not? Uh, I love those giant bears that people gut, and then they climb into them. (laughs) Uh, Joshua Dobson's attempt to being a master of disguise didn't work, and now he'll have to see if he can bear... Being up behind bars. Oh, my God, this is oh. awful. The 18-year-old's been wanted by Greater Manchester Police since May when he allegedly stole a car and didn't pay to fuel it up. Dobson managed to elude capture until July when police were searching a house and noticed what a first spokesman described as a large bear breathing. <laughs> first tip, it was breathing. He's sitting in a corner. He was taken into custody and charged with alleged crimes. He was sentenced to nine months. In Young Offenders Institution. I'm just envisioning this guy like Darth Vader breathing in there, too, because it's probably all stuffy. So he's like, oh, yeah, you're just and then you just would panic because you're like, (laughs) oh, my God, it's not designed for a person to be in. It's you pull all the stuffing out. Oh, man. All right. So for anybody uh, thinking about getting a tattoo, when they tell you the aftercare, they're not kidding. Uh Oh, a woman's dragon tattoo went horribly wrong after she was avoiding basic aftercare. Oh, no. So what they tell you after you get a tattoo is do not go in direct sunlight, avoid getting it wet, and don't go tanning. Mm-hmm. So what did this girl do? She went to Cancun. Ah! Her name is Jackie Flores. She was left facing some serious consequences. She went on TikTok where it's gone viral because this is disgusting what oh. happened to her tattoo. It's, I, don't, I don't even know how to describe this. In typical holiday spirit, Jackie decided to get a new tattoo after jetting off to sunny Cancun. She shared photos of her new ink, which now looks incredibly sore, consists of the design of a dragon with a delicate flower. The medium-sized tattoo trailed from the bottom of her neck down to the back of her shoulders. Wanting to show off the exciting addition to her skin, the video on social media, which already surpassed 28 million views, detailed how Jackie went tanning on a boat. So this after picture... um, it's like raised, but it looks like green spaghetti. Oh. It is so foul. Like, I. The person who did her tattoo is going, you know, those were just suggestions. Oh, God. Oh, man. From getting her tan on at sea to the tattoo looking rather sore, it was safe to say that the trip was quite eventful. <laughs> Photos show that the tattoo appears infected, you think? Uh. Described it as just the hydro patch soaking up excess plasma. Oh, no. God. Uh, one person said, don't get fresh tattoos in the sun. Even if the sun isn't warm, don't sit in the sun. <laughs> well, because I remember when I got my uh, ankle tattoo, it's the only tattoo I have. Sure. And I was going to Vegas. 
And so I decided to get it after I went to Vegas because I'm like, well, I'm going to be hanging out by a pool. Yeah. And, you know, going in the water and everything else, I'm not going to want to sit in the shade and not go in the pool because of this tattoo. Right. So I went and got it when I got back. So you were smart about it. Right. <laughs> I don't Which have is, any, but I know people that have them. And, yeah, that's it's a process. Yeah. I mean, they put ink into your skin, man. It's a big deal. <laughs> And it's permanent, so make sure you get something that you want, because I've seen some pretty ugly tattoos in my life. Where you're like, oh, it's great. Whoa. That's now on you forever. <laughs> and there you go. <laughs> That's an episode of uh, Ian Stool and uh, currently 57 degrees downtown Duluth. So we're going to do a little toilet talk. Uh-oh. Uh, Cooper and I are known for this. There's a history um, there, yeah. yeah. There's a history. <laughs> uh, both of us are very comfortable about toilet talk. Yes. We don't care. Um, so I'm just going to say it. I'm somebody that I'll go number two in public if I have to. It's not ideal. But so, to be clear, but in a public restroom, not like just on the street. Not Yeah, not just like by a garbage can. <laughs> Thank you, by the way. I appreciate that. Yeah, I'm going number two. What are you looking at? <laughs> um, again, not ideal, but I will. Sure. For some people. They can't. It's they just have to free go home. Too. Yep. They'll like do a 30-mile track or yep. whatever, yep. which is too bad because it's just it's just. It's just nature. It's mm-hmm. what you got to do. So I don't know where this story is from, but it seems legit because there's, there's like uh, a picture of the sign that was on the bathroom. A woman claims her boss put up a sign informing female employees are only allowed to urinate in the office toilet, so not to create a smell. Oh, okay. So the, Reddit shared a photo of the sign that the woman took at her workplace posted by the re- restroom banning women at the office from pooping. Um. So we see the sign and what it says, blah 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 blah. And so, of course, everybody on Reddit just went ham. So, what are they? Are they supposed to leave? Yeah. So it says, um, wait, where does it say you got to go? Uh, please use the plaza toilets upstairs or the toilet across the road You've at Ridges. Got to be kidding. <laughs> So the guys are fine, though, right? Yep, there's no word on if it's in the guy's bathroom. And I don't know where this is at, but the comments on Reddit are absolutely hilarious. Um, She said, I thought it was a joke till they had sent out a very passive-aggressive email to everyone in the workplace about it, the woman said. This is so annoying. I've never had a workplace tell you a toilet can't be used as a toilet. It's absolutely absurd. All the women uh, complain about it in such a childish way. It's always the same old... Whoever blank in the toilet is so rude, did they not read the sign? We have rules for a reason. Do you know what this sounds like to me? Oh, my God. And I'm only guessing here, but it sounds like to me the boss's office is near the women's bathroom. And the boss is like, I don't want to deal with that. Oh, my gosh. That is just. But that just doesn't even seem legit, like legal. You you know what I mean? Like, no, I don't think it is legal. That's wild, though. There was a job that I had um, where in the guy's bathroom, for some reason, there's always tons of magazines in there. Oh, yeah. Yep. And so the boss of the place was like, I'm taking all these magazines out of the men's restroom. There's no reason for you to be in there reading. <laughs> I happened to be walking right past the men's room when he said that, and he's walking out with a stack of magazines, and I just absolutely died laughing. Mm, <laughs> Well, you know, 20 years ago, sure, that makes sense. But now people are just on their phones. People use phone. their phones. Yeah. yeah. But I just, like I said, I can't believe that's legal. Like, I can't believe they, you know. In- yeah. If that went to court, if somebody wanted to make some noise about that, I bet that they would. The, but it's the- totally discriminating. Yeah. Get some of that um, poopery. 
Yeah. Some of that stuff. You yeah. know, there's tons of things there's, on the market. You there's can ways buy. to deal with that. If that's a concern is, is odors. Granted, Ed was so Ian, when we were in our old building, he was right across from the men's bathroom. His office was. That and I was there. That Oh, yeah, you were too for a while. Yeah. Poor, poor you, both of you. Yeah, there was a few times, no doubt, where I had to shut the door or leave. And I was just like, someone needs to go to the doctor. Uh. <laughs> Please get that checked out. That is not I, normal. Yep. It's like a barn in here. <laughs> Jean would know. She cleaned one one time. I did. It's like a uh. chicken coop. <laughs> no, there's not. There is no smell ever that will be worse than that chicken coop. I warned you. So for those of you that have no idea, it's got to oh, be like six, eight years ago God. or so already. Gene, went, we went to a, a friend's barn down in the Moose Lake area, Barnum area, and Gene got to work on the farm for the day. And one of the things she did is got to clean the chicken coop. And on the way there, I warned her, it's going to stink. Well, plus it was like seven inches of Oh, yeah, it was. It was. Defecation. Thick. It was. It was. A, the springtime cleaning was happening. Yeah, I got like completely goofy because from the smell, I was just like, "Whoa!" God, yeah, it was bad. I'd milk a cow any day compared to that. Hopefully, that everyone eating breakfast is enjoying their breakfast this morning. Yeah, I enjoying those eggs. <laughs> so, weekend coming up: M Bayhold two and twenty four karat golden mood. Is next. I'm mixing away. Bye, new. 33, 57 degrees downtown Duluth. Thank you for a high today of 70 with some overcast skies. It is almost back to school time, which means that uh, mom, dad's, guardians, grandparents are uh, heading to the stores to get school supplies. And every year, it seems like the kids need more and more and more right. stuff. Well, and things could get more expensive because you need. You know, computer or tablet or, you know, it's not just folders and and notebooks anymore. No, and crayons and whatever. Um, But a lot of the schools ask for uh, extra supplies, too, for the classroom. And so there um, is, you know, there's a lot of times for families, especially more than one child. It's really a struggle. Mm -hmm. So thankfully, there's lots of back to school uh, like fill the bus campaigns and um, different organizations to help families out. And right now in Superior, that's what they're. That's exactly what they're doing. They have a stuff the bus campaign going on now through August twenty third. They have set up a bunch of different locations, and uh, it's through the United Way. All the school supplies will be collected, delivered directly to the Superior School District, while the where they'll be distributed by staff. So there is a laundry list of stuff. That is like the most requested school supplies. Just to give you an idea, like backpacks, crayons, face coverings, glue bottles, notebooks, paper, pencil cases. We've got it all listed for you on the app, uh, the Mix 108 app, and also Mix108.com. So if you're out doing some shopping, maybe you got your kids are all set or your kids are grown like mine, and you just happen to go by the school supply stuff, you know, just knock off a couple things on the list. For They're sure. not all very expensive either. Well, that's some of those things, yeah. I mean, it adds up if you need to get all of them for, like, five kids at home. But, yeah, if you pick up some stuff just to donate, um, yeah, there's a – and and a lot of places make it easy to do that, too, a lot of stores that have those type of items. Yeah, and we also have uh, the full listing of all the places where you can drop it off. Cool. So there's tons of places over there in Superior to uh, – be able to drop off some of those supplies. And again, that's going on until the 23rd uh, of this month. So you still still got some time for sure. And uh, 
thank you to everybody that's that's helping out because it makes a, a, a big difference. We want to make sure that the kids have all the supplies that they need because it's tough enough to get kids motivated for school, but then if they don't have the right stuff, <laughs> right. it makes it even harder, and we don't want any of those kids to be singled out either. So uh, thank you, United Way and Superior and all the organizations putting this together, and uh, let's fill up that bus and make sure that the kids have all the supplies that they need and uh, off to a good start for the school year. Coming up in just a couple minutes, we're going to talk about another corn maze that's kind of closer to home and pretty cool and not that cooper's like a farmer ted by any means but ian and i have no idea how they make these corn mazes maybe maybe cooper can help i can try helping out because we're both like how do they do that i wouldn't know <laughs> kate bush on the way ava max 2 and lizzo is next on mix 108 so uh downtown duluth looking for a high today 70 kind of overcast misty it's kind of a good way to describe misty. the forecast right a misty now. monday it is a misty monday not a manic Monday, but a misty Monday. <laughs> Let's go with that. I like it. Uh, the voice that you're hearing is uh, Cooper. Good morning. Cooper is back with me today. Uh, so kind of him to come in because Ian is off today. She baited me with food. I d- <laughs> She's like, it's a Cooper trap. Here's food. You know what's really sad? You can tell that I go to this particular restaurant a lot really early in the morning. There's not a lot of places open right. you know, at 5.30 in the morning. So um, so I swing through today, and uh, one of the girls in the drive-thru is like, she goes, do you ever get a day off? Oh. Because you're on the radio like every single day, like seven days a week. I'm like, yeah, I know. They work me like a dog. Yep. And, uh, and then she was commenting on my order because she's like, iced coffee. She goes, that's different. And I'm like... Oh, my God, I got to stop coming here. <laughs> I'm being called out. So uh, to that point, and I don't go there that often, but there is a Starbucks down the street. Once or twice a month, I'll go in there. Whenever I walk in there, there's a few people that work there. And it's awesome that they do this, but they greet me and they, like, remember my order. And I'm like, how do you do that? Oh, God, it's no kidding. It's wild. Right? First, I, like, I feel like I go in there every day, but I don't. So, A, thank you if you happen to be listening. Like, that's awesome. And I feel very welcome, but like, how do you? Re- I, I go in there like once a month. How do you remember? <laughs> I don't. Just like, well, I probably go to this place once a week. Sure. In the mornings. I just don't have a brain for remembering names like that. No, I don't know. either. Well, because because um, I'll always get something for Ian for breakfast too. Sure. And so um, when he was on vacation, I went through and just got something for myself. And she's like, "Oh, small order today," and I'm like. <laughs> Now, you know that food I get, it's not just for me. Eating for one today. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, oh, my God, I'm so horrified. <laughs> I feel attacked. Oh. And she's, like, super nice. Like she's, but That's I'm amazing. Like, oh, my God, I got to change up my routine a little bit. That's right. Just, just, just to up. throw them off. Yeah. Right. Hey, is anybody else open? Because... <laughs> I, yeah, they know too much about me. <laughs> Coming up next hour, speaking of food, we're talking about the five-second rule yeah. and uh, how to save money at the state fair. All right. Uh, put a muzzle over myself and not well, let me stop and get food. Yes. Because that's where I spend all my money is it, the food booths. Uh, that's all coming up next hour. Plus, an information update from WDIO is next as well. Here's what's trending. 57 degrees downtown Duluth looking for a high today of 70. It's going to stay overcast, so don't plan on getting any sun today. But still, temperature-wise, be nice to uh, 
head out and about. And uh, maybe you're making plans for the rest of your summer, Minnesota State Fairs included. Uh, Cooper, you you are a good fair goer. Yeah, I, the last few years that it's been happening, obviously, the, the, the one year that it didn't. But the last three, four years, I've gone every year. So what do you think the averages you spend when you go to the fair? Oh, boy. Because um, admission is, what, like 20 bucks to get in, I think. I forget what exactly what it is. Plus, I pay for parking. You know, you can do the free parking thing. I'm probably between that and the food and stuff, 50 to 75 bucks. Like, I don't go ham, but yeah. it's, under, it's under 100. Well, that's pretty good. Yeah. When it's, yeah, when it's just 20 bucks just to get in. Because right. everything's, you know, things are pretty expensive, too. Right. Things can really add up. Well, uh, there are ways that you can save some money, especially if you've got a family. It can get really expensive. So oh, yeah. uh, here's some ways that you can, you can uh, save money at the fair. Uh, discounted tickets through August 24th. Right now they have uh, discounted tickets can be purchased online. <coughs> Excuse me. It's the fairgrounds ticket office or Cub Food location. So tickets are $14 for adults, $3 off to regular admission. Admission for children and seniors is also marked down. To $14 or a dollar off the usual price. So, and that adds up again if you're bringing a few people. Absolutely. If you got a bunch of kids, it's yep. like, well, yeah, I just saved a ton of money there. Exactly. Also, don't forget about the Blue Ribbon Bargain Books. <laughs> yes. Those are available through <laughs> August 24th. It's only five bucks for this coupon book and includes over 100 different coupons valid throughout the fair. They can be bought at the fairgrounds, select cub locations, and other locations uh, in greater Minnesota. I love how you said that, too. I had to do it like that. <laughs> uh, plus, of course, there's special days, um, yep. you know, depending on, uh, like, for seniors, active military, uh, special days for kids. And then the Mighty Midway and Kid Rides, that can be costly. Oh, uh, yes. Cheap rides and games for kids can be found at the Mighty Midway and Kidway with tickets going for a buck or a sheet of 28 for $25. Plus, there's all-day specials on rides are also available on certain days. And if, if you know you're going to be hitting the midway or the kidway, I mean, make plans, save a little money ahead of time, and it's worth it. Right, especially because when you have to pay for the kid to go on each individual ride, that gets really expensive. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's expensive even at, like, the Thomas show. So it's like... When Hold on, Timmy, there, I need to go buy five more tickets. <laughs> I know. It's like your kid completely puked and turned all shades of green, but wants to go back on the ride again. Again. Yeah, it was fantastic. Uh, Also, there's free shuttles. There's 30 free parking locations. You can get free shuttles. Um, That's something where I I should do that. I did it once, and it was fine. It's very convenient. It's not a pain at all, but for whatever reason, I just like parking nearby. I don't know. Yeah. Well, because when you want to go, you want to go. Yeah. Especially the time when it's pouring rain and you had all those Martha's cookies. Trying to bring cookies back for Gene that's standing in the rain. <laughs> you're welcome, Gene Ryan. I know. I love how you're like begging the person not to overfill the bucket. They're like, no, we have to. I'll take less. I don't care. <laughs> no, we have to give you all these cookies. Okay. Oh, God. That's so good. You're just like, I don't know. <laughs> just trying to eat. Literally cookie monster. There's chocolate on my face and on my fingers. I'm soaking wet. Uh. Save the cookies. <laughs> oh, my God. And lastly, uh, free concerts. There's tons of free shows. Over 900 performances will take place through the 12 days of the fair. So if you don't want to, you know, pay money to go in the grandstand, there's there's lots of lots of cool music. And a variety, a lot of, yeah, great stuff. I mean, different types of music. And, and uh, I mean, it's acts that you've, in, in many cases, you know who they are. I mean, they're... There's some there's some recording artists that you've heard on the radio or you know probably have heard their music elsewhere that they're there doing free shows. So just do your homework. Yeah. That's the kind of the big thing yep. because it's 
it, it's so spread out. And if there's certain places you want to hit for drinks or food, you know, you got to map that out ahead of time. Because that's, you're going to be battling a crowd. That's my big thing is I, I like checking out the new foods every year. I, and so I always map out ahead of time, okay, what do I want to try? I kind of map out the order yeah. because otherwise you're neandering all over the fairgrounds, which yeah. is huge. So I, I plan it out, and it it always works out great. So a little bit of homework is a good idea. I wonder if they're going to have the, the e-scooters there for people to rent. That would be a good idea. Know. That could maybe cause some problems because yeah. there's so many people. Buzzing through those crowds. Crash into people. Yeah, yeah. that'd be bad. Okay, maybe that's going to take the Sky Shuttle, the what do you call it? Oh, the chalet yeah. Yeah. thingy or whatever. Yeah, the, like the little gondola thing. <laughs> that, that, there, we, there you go. Yeah, I love doing that. And then, of course, as a kid, you're just like, should I spit on that person? My Not sandal me. fell off. <laughs> oh, <that's>, <laughs> <laughs> hey, can you grab my flip-flop? Forget it. Throw that back up here. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Don't steal my slide. Get back here, man. That's not cool. Coming up, uh, still on the show this morning, we're going to talk about a uh, really cool corn maze that's close to home and also the five-second rule. Yes. Oh, my goodness. I'm so excited about the five-second rule. Jean's going to be redefining the way she eats food from now on. Oh, yeah. I'm there's a lot of factors to the five second rule, that's for sure. We got Ariana Grande positions coming up next. Stay tuned, Mix 108. Sounds you Temperature still 57 degrees outside, looking for a high today of 70. It's uh, Gene and Cooper. Hello. Hello, Flashback Cooper. Uh, kind enough to come in and fill in with Ian B. God's Day. He'll be back tomorrow. Uh, but uh, we've had a lot of fun this this morning, just kind of like riding a bike, just like old times. It is. Fantastic. It's lots of fun. So uh, Cooper's got an article about the five-second rule. I'm fascinated by so this. So do you, do you abide by the five-second rule? Um, depends where I'm at. Um, <clears throat> like my house, in the kitchen, if I have already cleaned the floor because I have two dogs. Right. Um, only one sheds though, so it's it's generally not too bad. It's it okay. doesn't look like a massive dust bunny, but it's a, it depends where I'm at if I'll if I'll do the five second rule, and it depends what the food is. And those are so those are some good factors. There's two parts of this. First off, there was a survey that was conducted uh, of Americans across the country and found that 44 percent of people follow the five second rule. The most common rule of thumb, according to the survey, was that if you drop something on the floor, if it's under five seconds. They don't worry about the cleanliness. They just eat it. Uh, depending on the scenario, some people in the survey, more than half, 52%, said that they actually would extend it to 10 seconds depending on where they were. Ooh, that's kind of pushing it. Yeah. So they say if they're in their own home, a majority of people say, 63% say that they'd be okay picking it up off the floor and eating it after 10 seconds. Okay. Restaurant, 55%, or a hospital or medical facility, 54%. So... Restaurant, hospital, facility, somewhere in public, I would pass on that. Even at home, I don't do the the ten second rule thing or five second rule thing. Um, but I was reading there was some additional information from a, a somebody from the University of Minnesota that specializes in this type of stuff, and they were talking about the first thing to consider is first off, it's probably not an ideal scenario to be eating off the floor. Period. <laughs> but they said depending on what type of food it is and what sort of surface it is, it could be better or worse. They say a wet food versus a dry food is a big difference maker. So a wet food, like if you drop a piece of deli meat on the floor, it'll more quickly pick up bacteria than like a potato chip. Sure. Yeah, that makes sense. Probably also more easily pick up dirt and hair and stuff like that, too. Um, the other thing is the type of surface. If it's a hard surface versus like carpet is another factor. Hard surfaces are generally allegedly going to be cleaner. And then, of course, where you are. 
home restaurant, things like that. So um, they say, well, not ideal. Um, the biggest thing is washing your hands first and foremost, because you probably have touched many of those services yourself. So in the end, does it matter if it dropped in the floor for a couple seconds, if your hands are dirty anyway? <laughs> yeah, right. Good yes. question. Yeah. Good thought. I, yep. So knowing those things, Gene, has it changed your thought any on eating something off the floor at home? No, I mean, I I think it's just kind of common sense, you know, depending where you're at. And, you know, the the thought of, like, the wet salami with dog hair on it taking me gag. <laughs> There's a picture that. in the story I was looking at, too, of somebody who dropped spaghetti on the floor. Oh, ish. Just with the sauce and everything, just plop. You're so bummed. <laughs> to the worst. I'm having a flashback of, like, 31 flavors. I'm, like, 10 years old, and oh, I no. ride my bike there, and I get my double scoop of like mint chocolate chip or bubble gum. And I walked outside and I took one lick and the whole thing went down flop on the ground. <laughs> Luckily they gave me a fresh coat. I was going to say, so what did you do at that point? I just walked in. I'm like, this just happened. I just, just fell off. Cause you guys didn't smoosh it down hard enough, uh, which was kind of a jerk thing to say, but it was true. You tell 10 year old telling them how to do their job. Hey, right. press the ice cream down better. My friends and I kept them in business. Well, so, of course, they were go. like, and they're just high school kids. They don't care. They're like, yeah, whatever. I'll make you new cone. I don't care. Man. So there you go. If it's dry food, you're probably a little safer than with, with a damp or wet food. But I'm surprised by the fact that a lot of people say at home, 10-second rule in some cases. That's a lot of time. I think that's excessive. <laughs> I don't, there's... I don't know what I could possibly drop on the ground that I'd want that bad that I would... Eat it after 10 seconds on the There's got to be some food item where you're like, no, what would it be? Come on. Ooh, well, it's uh, like meatloaf. I love meatloaf okay. or like meatballs or something like that. Foods or, that are going to be good at picking stuff up off the floor anyway, of course. Right. Yeah. Once they hit it, it's like, well, yeah. that Dog piece, hair. That piece goes to the dog. <laughs> they See, and I bet the dogs are like, come on, drop something. Drop it. I dare you. Come on. Heck yeah, that's what they're always running around my feet trying to trip me every time I'm trying to get some in the kitchen. <laughs> they're doing it on purpose. They're not just there. Oh, yeah. They are they are on me. I can just walk in the kitchen. They're both like, uh-huh. wrap our little dogs around your feet. Oh, it's dangerous. That's uh, I'll wrap up on this. So my uh, my parents' dog. So Black Lab. Whenever they're grilling at home at my parents' place, he is always there just, like, hanging out because he knows, again, maybe if I get in the way, maybe that steak's going to end up on the floor or on the ground. Yep. It's, it, the dogs are smart, man. Dogs are smart. Oh, yeah. Or if I trip them. Yeah, see, exactly. Luckily, <laughs> there hasn't been any instances of that happening, but it's it's come close a couple times. You gotta, oh, that's just the worst. You're, like, holding a plate of something, and then the dogs are, like, wrapping around you. It's like, oh, my no. God. Oh, I made these for me, not right. for you. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so there you go. I apparently people, a majority of people, think it's good at home to maybe go up to ten seconds. I'll pass on that altogether. I just want to know who started that. I think that's really funny. Yeah, who made up the five second rule? <laughs> you know what I mean? Where they drop something, they're like, "Oh, it was only down there for five seconds. It's still good." Urgh. And everybody's like, "Yeah, okay, I'll follow. Let's, nah, let's do that. Nah, I'll pass." <laughs> so weird. Coming up in just a couple minutes, we're going to talk about the Rue Ridge Corn Maze in Carlton. So. uh Nice uh, corn maze to go bring the kids or maybe you want to take your mother-in-law out for the day and <laughs> just kidding. What? 
Uh, where'd she where'd go? Where'd she go? Uh, we, th- we thought you were in the car. And then, yeah, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, glass animals on the way. And Harry Styles, as it was, is next on Mix 108. If you're in the market, 54 and last week, Ian and I were talking about a different corn maze and both saying we would not set foot in them because we're afraid. <laughs> Don't want to get lost? Um, I saw Children of the Corn. Ah. Like, way too many times. <laughs> and, yes, I can't find my way out of a wet paper bag, so I just... No. All right. But the thing is, too, so these corn mazes are huge. Yeah. And so I was thinking, like, if you have it with kids, like, you really got to keep an eye on them because, you know what I mean? If all of a sudden they take a right and you took a left. Where'd they go? Good luck finding them. Yep. Um, so, but this one's what's great about this uh, this particular corn maze, it's really close to home. It's uh, the Rue Ridge corn maze. Spans eight acres and it's more than just part of the haunted shack. It has a corn pit, petting zoo, horse rides, and more. Nice. What? Something for everyone. Fall themed activities like pumpkin painting. They're going to have hay rides and other family activities. And you can walk through it during haunted shack season two if you want. Okay. Uh, corn maze is family owned and operated. And you're also supporting a local business uh, when you attend. And they've got some new spooky props and all kinds of stuff. So it's located in Carlton. There's a good handful of great little corn mazes around the area, and I, I I I had done a few of them over the years, but I went and did a really cool one out in Wisconsin here last fall, and I like it makes me want to make a tour of it this year during I the just, fall. Um, so they have they have to have signs, don't they? Have like how? Because otherwise, you could be walking for miles and be like, I don't even know how to get out of here. Um, no. <laughs> What the idea is? You're you get lost. Oh God, I'd be get lost would, in the maze, Gene. No, I would panic. I would full blown panic. So, in the one I was at last year, and it was just it was between Superior and, and Ashland. Um, I there was a moment where I was like, and it wasn't huge, but there was a moment where I was like, boy, uh, hello, you know, and right? it was and it was cloudy, so it, I couldn't even like look at the sun and just like walk toward the sun through the corn. Um, made it out, but. Yeah, there's some of them that are pr- pretty challenging. Well, this one's got some dead ends. Yep. Oh, yeah. Uh, and that one did, too. Right. Like, there's <laughs> there's like a heart and then one where it's like a circle and then it stops and then you got to go, oh, my good uh-huh. night. I'd lose my mind. So, have you ever, do you know how they make them? No, that's my question for you because Ian and I have no idea. So, they don't do it when the corn's fully grown. Yeah. That's the trick. So, okay. when the corn is like six inches tall... Yeah. Then they make their pattern. So what they'll do is a modern day, they'll use GPS and computers to like figure out their map. Yeah. And so when the corn is short, they'll knock down the corn that they don't want. That's going to be a part of the walking path. And they keep like raking it or some places will put mulch down or something like that to keep it from growing back. Yeah. And then it just the stuff that isn't marked down grows. And so they just mark it out ahead of time. And then once it's seven feet tall, it looks great. So it's just it's it's a matter of just kind of charting it out ahead of time and in the old days and even some places now still just kind of map it out on a chart and then they just like go out there and just dig it up basically by hand. That's crazy. So it's a That's little crazy. bit of work. Yeah, it'd be a lot of work. Um but the, there are places that use like GPS and stuff like that. Like that's the place I went last year. Um it was kind of neat because I turned my GPS thing on my phone and let it mark the route that I went on, and it looked like a UFO. <laughs> it was pretty cool. Yeah, I bet. That would, that would be awesome. So 
It, it, it's pretty crazy what they can do, but it's either a matter of using your phone or a GPS unit or just like charting it out ahead of time and just kind of you get close with it while you're on the ground and that's the extent of it. So it's it's, it's it takes a little work. Oh, man, that's just – yeah, I, I just – I'm fascinated by it. When I was a kid, I thought they actually went out there. All the cr- the corn was grown, and they, like, chopped it down. Yeah. That'd be so hard to do. But yeah, they I don't just... do that, so I don't mean to ruin that for anybody. <laughs> it's what no, it's, it's like. cool to get some insight because Ian and I are both like, I don't know. I mean, what do we know? He grew up in, you know, Duluth. And they have a special this. corn planter that plants it in that pattern. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they just sprinkle fairy dust, and it's like, oh, here goes the design. Yeah. That would be fantastic. Official opening date, by the way, is September 9th. Coming soon. Yeah. So we've got all the info and links and everything uh, at on our app, so you can uh, go there to check it out and also at Mix108.com. And uh, very cool, Lauren put that together because she is all about Halloween and fall, and uh, she's the source. Yes. For she, all things Anything Halloween. Halloween or fall-related, she is on it. I love that. That's fantastic. I love people that love fall. I do, too, but I'm not to that degree where it's like... I am a walking encyclopedia of what's happening. I, I love fall, but I wait until September. I don't, I don't, I try to not embrace fall until September because I don't want to waste, I, I don't want to rush summertime. Yes. You know, correct. That's what I'm doing too. I am hanging on to summer by my fingernails. Right Even now. though it's like 50 some degrees and gloomy and it looks like September out there. Yeah. I'm holding on to summer because it's going to get up to 70. So that's yeah. Cool. Okay. Well, Cooper, thanks so much for hanging out with me this morning, just like old times. It's been it fun. Was, uh, fantastic. And uh, I'll be hanging out with you uh, up until 10, because at 9-ish, I'm going to be kicking off 80 Minutes of Music, commercial-free. Definitely want to stay tuned for that. And I've got my throwback song of the day. That's all coming up next. Thank you so much for listening this morning. We love you, and uh, we'll be back again tomorrow. Ian will be back right here on Mix 108.